Welcome to the VP Live Network. Your 30-second countdown has begun. This show is intended for adults of legal smoking age, and as such, the content is not intended for viewers and listeners under the age of 18. Vapor's Place is in no way responsible for the opinions of any host on the VP Live Network. Please grab a vape, sit back, and enjoy the show. Hi everybody. How are you? Um, I have to hold on. I have to turn my microphone up because I cannot talk loud today. Uh so the first thing I need to do is um address something that just happened in chat. My friend Margo. And Margo, you know how much I absolutely adore you. Shut the fuck up about it being eighty six. Seriously, you want me to feel bad for you? It is 40. Four, zero, 40 here. Okay? So, just shut it. Okay, now that we've got Margo getting told off, taken care of, I will get up stomp in here in me and my low-tech methods of broadcasting this show now. Um, I have to call him in live. So up stomp, answer your Skype. It says ringing. Hello. Hold on, I don't have my headphones in. <laughs> Hello. Hold on, I don't have my headphones in. <laughs> Whoa! Look what you made me do. Why the fuck are we echoing back through? Because I was away from my desk when you called, and I just sat down and hit the answer button. Oh, and you just dumped your drink? No, that wasn't a drink. Okay. I would I would hate to be the cause of wasted bourbon. Mm-mm. Nope, no bourbon. Okay, there we go. Well, that's good then. You know, and we're going to talk about this first because it was the one thing that we didn't really talk about get to cover um when we were on inside vaping tuesday night talking about vaporcon mm-hmm. was the fucking food oh my god i want to go back i really yeah. that's usually the reason why i go yeah um <laughs> richmond knows how to make cow uh, i'll give him that and bacon wrapped shrimp oh yeah those bacon wrapped shrimp were wonderful yes they were Yes, uh, we, we ate like uh, kings and queens while we were in Richmond. Um, if anybody left Richmond hungry, uh, it was their own fault. Yeah, you should always bring a few bucks. Yeah, God, you, have to, you have to eat. Uh, the barbecue place, um, I had gone to that last year with Kevin and Jamie um, mm-hmm. when they came down. So uh, I had eaten there before and it was really good, but I had not gotten the same stuff. I got different stuff. I wasn't blown away by the beef ribs. Um, mine, my, my, evidently, mine were in the smoker longer than yours. Mine were really good. Well, um, you had pork ribs, didn't you? No, I didn't. No. No, I had the I had the jumbo caveman. Yeah. Size peach over the head, put you in a coma. Size ribs. No, they were really good. Um, mine were much better than yours, I think. Um, mm. But the shrimp uh, had the ribs even sucked. The shrimp would have made up for that. Yeah. Yeah, the shrimp was amazing. Yeah. What the hell was the name of that place? Uh, Ed and Ned's or something. Buzz and Ned's or... I don't know. 
George and Stephen. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's a mile down the road from the hotel. I know that. <laughs> yep. It was much closer than that chain place we went to a couple of years ago with Phil. Yeah, we went to uh, where we got the burnt ends, and they put the cheese sauce on, and we were like, oh, my God. And then they ended up being really good. Yeah. Oh, Famous Dave's. That's what that is, because I eaten one of them in Minnesota. But, yeah, um, the sad thing is, is I, I go to vape meets, and I come home, and, and I'm always talking about the food. <laughs> <laughs> terrible um and kitchen 64 um was exemplary as always as always um, yes. I, there was great yeah i tend to get the same things there a lot because they're just really good um the the risedale sandwich the turkey with the cream cheese and the cranberry chutney on it and all oh, that's that's really good and i don't like turkey um but their prime rib is always spectacular yeah especially for the price yeah you know, 20, 20 bucks for a big cut plus all the trimmings. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. They give you two sauces by default. Never, never a bad thing. I got to figure out how they make that horseradish, horseradish sauce. That, is, that stuff is so easy, Jeannie. Like horseradish, that? Oh, horseradish sauce is so easy. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're going to have to teach me how to make that because that kind was really good. It wasn't, it wasn't like all the horseradish here because we have beef on wick. A lot, and where you're from, you probably don't even know what beef on wick is. Um, it's kind of like this regional thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they do prime rib, and they slice it really thin, and um, put it back in the roasters with the au jus, and then you get a kemowick roll. Have you? Do you know what a kemowick roll is? That doesn't sound like food. It's not. Um, kemowick kemowick seeds are really oh, fucking nasty. If you ask me, I can't. Stand I really can't stand them, um, but that and salt is on the rolls. But yeah, I don't, I don't like the rolls. I'm not a fan of Kemowick seeds at all. They're just fucking nasty. Um, but yeah, here all the horseradish is hot, mm-hmm. hot, hot. Like that's good. Like heartburn before you swallow it. Hot. I don't like it. I that do. horseradish sauce that they made at Kitchen Sixty Four, that was pretty damn spectacular. I really like that. Yeah, it was mild. I mean, I don't expect a horseradish sauce really to be spicy. It just kind of gives it a twang. But yeah, it's it's the easiest thing in the world to make. I mean, equal parts mayo and sour cream, uh, and then um, horseradish and Dijon mustard. Oh. Probably the, the chunky kind. Say that again, because I have my pen and my piece of paper here. <laughs> equal parts mayo and sour cream, horseradish, and Dijon mustard. And then salt and pepper. Let usually want to let it set for a couple hours or so in the fridge while your prime ribs in the oven. Okay. Yeah. See, I, there's a reason I keep a pen and a piece of paper up here. <laughs> besides, I, besides, it's my desk. I usually do too. But oh, there we go. Now I'm now I'm prepared. There I we go. Your recipe. Yes, and my new pen from Mark. Um, I ended up getting two this year. Mm. Yeah. I saw them. Gorgeous. Um, and it, most of the people on VP Live know who Mark is um, because they're vape TV people too. But Mark Dolan is is a wonderful, wonderful craftsman um, that does beautiful wood turning on a lathe. He and did you see the band boxes that he made this year? With, no, with I this, didn't. Oh my God! With the sliding drawers and stuff in them absolutely beautiful 
and he had one that was ambrosia maple like my mod stand and lucky for me that it was gone when I went back because otherwise I'd have bought it and it was probably more money than I needed to spend for something to set on my desk yeah I, I spent more money than I had hoped um, but I had to get one of those Delaney's you know, and I got the Infinity, and, and yes, I'm still thinking Buzz Lightyear. Every time I need to think of what the name of this mod is that Ed built, um, I think of Buzz Lightyear. To infinity and beyond. Uh, you can tell how old my kids are, right? Um, <laughs> I I love mine. This thing, and I got the Triton. Um, Ed the Green gave me a Triton while we were down there. And um, so, yes, people, I have gone to the dark side. I I have gone to the dark side and I now own and am using regularly a uh, Triton sub-ohm tank. Um, I can say it's not an Atlantis, right? So there's I can still say that because I always swore I would never buy an Atlantis. You were the last of us. So, um, but yeah, I do. I, I've got this Triton and the only thing, and here's the thing. Is the flavor out of this thing good? Yep, it is. Uh, my husband does not like it at all. He says it cheech and chongs the house. <laughs> yeah, my wife gets kind of pissed when I'm sub-oming either, you know, either with a tank or with the RDA. Yeah. He's like, enough of that fucking cheech and chong. Really. Wife, that just smells sweet. Just sweet. I've got that banana pancake vape in there that I picked up down there, um, <laughs> which is really good. But, um, yeah, Bernie and Paul don't like it. Not, not a bit. See now, I found I found the Triton a little bit muted as far as flavor, uh-huh. um, and I stopped at Good Karma on the way down to uh, Apricon Good Karma in New Jersey. Uh, my buddy Dan Donahue owns the shop, uh-huh. and uh, he gave me a crown. And so far, this one I'm really impressed with as far as flavor production. Well, and here's the thing: so I've got this Triton sitting on this Infinity, and it's running at 30 watts. Okay. Okay. I really shouldn't have a flavor issue with this. And I say that because I can go through a tank of e-liquid in this Triton in four hours. Yep. And Take, that that's that's a lot of that's a lot of freaking e-liquid. Yeah, if I'm if I'm seriously hitting it hitting the tank, I usually go through it in about an hour. Mm-hmm. If I'm really going at it. Yeah, because it it doesn't seem like it really holds that much, but it does. It does. It just goes through it like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. Right. Um, so I'm, you know, I would think with is the amount of liquid that they go through in the short span of time that they go through it, that the taste would be better. Okay? Right. Yeah, you would think. Now, when I compare that, so we're talking about a sub-ohm at 30 watts, and we're going to now compare that to the Kabuki that I got from Zen that is on an Opus at seven watts. Seven. Two point one ohms at seven watts. <laughs> Yay for me. Is that was that you for me? Yeah. <laughs> the flavor in this thing is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I've I've gotta try one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have Zen on, on the show in a couple of weeks, so maybe I'll set that up. Um, and, you know, I I just kept thinking, wow, you know, this seems like a chunk of money. 
Yeah, but you know, I mean, we all know how much machining in the U.S. costs. Yeah. Yes, we do. But, so. and, but I can justify that now. That's the thing. The, the Kabuki, I can justify the cost of this thing because it's basically two Nautilus mini tanks. That's what it costs you. Right. It's pretty much the price of two Nautilus mini tanks. Now, we've had the running conversation forever that with me, with my Nautilus mini tanks, I have to change the head in there at least every three days because in about three days, they just start losing flavor and they're not carrying it where the shit. I vape because I like the flavors. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have been running this Kabuki tank for three days now, and it's got the same Aspire BVC in there that my Nautilus tanks have in it. And the flavor in this tank right now is exactly like it was three days ago when I put it in here, and I am absolutely floored. And what what kind of, you're putting your own stuff in there? Yep. 50-50-ish? Yep. So I know what it's supposed to taste like. I know what it tastes like when I make it. It tastes exactly the same as it did when I put it in there, when I started using it three days ago. That in and of itself, to me, makes it worth two Nautilus mini tanks. Right. So, Zen, um, I have to thank you, Zen. Thank you for still putting up with us vapors. Thank you for still continuing to do your thing and be creative and inventive. Um, and that's why I wanted to have him on the show. I'm going to yeah. have a bunch of people on that still support traditional vaping yes. and are, are still t- targeting smokers to some extent. Yep. So I want to have him on. I'm going to have Lou on, and then I'll try to find some other folks. Um, and see, that was part of the thing that made me rather sad this time at VaporCon. Um, Ed was there, and Zen was there. Zen wasn't there as a as a vendor. He was there as Mike. Um, he likes to be called Mike. <laughs> yes. He, he says, if you're my friend, you call me Mike. Um, so there, Zan, I called you both. Um, but he, he was there, but not as a vendor, you know, he was there as himself and, and that was really nice. But a lot of the people that we have looked to over the years that have been inventive and creative and continue to do things aren't there anymore. You know, Adam is pretty much not active in the vaping world anymore. Um, Cisco and Dino weren't there. Yeah, that was upsetting. Hannah wasn't there. You know, I mean, all of these people that that have helped create the vape that we have weren't there. Brandon Ward wasn't there. He Brandon didn't get there. Um, and, you know, what are we going to do? Well, I my theory is what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to have a lot of uh, national 40-plus events. <laughs> We need okay. something for us old fogies. Well, and did you enjoy VaporCon this year? Because I really did. I did. I did. But, I mean, you know me. I don't tend to spend a lot of time in the convention hall. Um, it just it gets too stuffy for me. Uh, it was better this year than it was two years ago, which is kind of crazy. Um, but, it, yeah, it was definitely better, so I could spend a little more time in there. But for the most part, I'm just counting the time between meals. Yeah, and uh, two years ago me. it was insane. You couldn't even sit out on the mezzanine. Yeah. Um, because the the vapor cloud in the mezzanine wasn't any less than it was in the room. Right, right. But, but it was that a was a little... year Altria was there, and it looked like a fog bank rolling down the stairs. They had all these signs up all over the lobby, please no vaping in the lobby. And at that point it was like, why the fuck not? 
Right. right. <laughs> you know, it was, know, it was terrible. Because, you know, there were a lot less people there than there. I wasn't there last year, but I was there the year before. There were a lot less people there that were there two years ago. Mm-hmm. So there were some grumblings early on in the weekend that the vendors were pissed and this and that and nobody's buying anything. But as it turned out, it's, it sounded like as the as the weekend went on, you know, everybody, you know, everybody made money. Everybody was happy. Um as far as the vending. So I don't think, I don't think Vapor, VaporCon's, uh, I don't think there's any threat of it going yeah, away. Yeah, and somebody had started some rumors going around the room about it being the last VaporCon. And, I mean, and, you know, everybody knows me. I went right up to Violet and Lou and asked them. Right. Um, and Violet and Lou were like, that is absolutely not true. Um, so if anybody has heard rumblings about this being the last VaporCon, it's not true. No, Lou, Lou I, talked a lo- I talked to Lou for quite a bit on... Uh, saturday night and uh no he was pumped he was he was he was psyched mm-hmm. uh everything was fine yes it was a little smaller um but you know the margins on certain products are a lot larger now so <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and i have to say that it was really really nice not to have people blowing billowing clouds in my face it was really nice not seeing vendors chucking 30 mil glass bottles of e-liquid at people. Yeah, there um, were no uh, no stripper poles. No stripper poles, no cannabis car, no, I, I, you know what, even the girl with the shorts that's usually there wasn't there this year. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there were no half-naked women, you know, except for in my room. <laughs> um, no, sorry, honey, I was kidding. <laughs> Smack no, I mean it was it was it was your typical day, VaporCon type of atmosphere. Uh-huh. You know, a little more mature, uh, a little more community oriented. Uh, it wasn't really vendor centric, um, but you know, you had anything there you could possibly be looking for, including the new uh, Proveri. Oh yeah, the Proveri Radius. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to have that in my hot little hands. Yeah, me um, too. I don't think it looks like a football though. I, I, no, I see what Ed's saying by that. Uh, the the red, I think it's the red one. The one that Lou had? It's like maroon. Yeah, it was the one that Lou was walking around with. I didn't it think it looked like a football. Text, the texture of the um, of the plastic portion it definitely resembles a football, and it kind of feels like one. So I definitely see what, what Ed's saying. Um, it's a gorgeous device. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. There are some things that's going to make me wary of, of buying it for myself, but if you're dead set on the box mod form factor, regardless of capacity, uh, it's a it's just a beautiful mod, absolutely gorgeous, and it, and it's got you know it's got uh, Pro Very uh, Smarts in it. So. Yeah, uh, Zen had one too. Did he? Yep. Um, there were three That's or four of them wandering around VaporCon, uh, but I went and found Lou because I knew he had it. Um, I knew before I went down there that he was going to have it with him. So I went and found Lou to check that out. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised that it doesn't have temperature control. I, and I understand their principle behind it. I mean, they don't believe that the way that we're sensing um, temperature limits is correct. And they're working on their own. But. I think a lot of people that are going to look and say DNA 40, then they're going to, you know, when they hear 40 watts, they're going to expect it to be the equivalent of the DNA 40, which one of the big selling points is the temperature control. I think the base theory behind temp control still needs some work. Um, And I kind of side with Nick Bissett 
uh, where he says they really need to be able to do this with Canthal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I won't use Nickel Wire. Yeah, a lot, and a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people are saying, well, okay, what the, well, we have stainless steel now. Okay, well, let's see how that works out. Um, but I just don't think temp control's there yet. And uh, see... And, I, plus, and plus, with the with the radius, they're only going up to 40 watts. So how much temp control are you really going to need in that range? And, yeah. you know, I don't use temperature control in any of mine. Neither do I. And I have at least three temp control devices. Yeah. And that, that's what I've got sitting here. And I, I don't use the temperature control in mine. Not at all. Four and, devices now because Stanley won the SX Mini. Oh, that's right. Stanley won second place in the costume contest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I can't begin to tell you the amount of people um, that said, oh, I didn't realize he had all those tattoos. <laughs> which, which was really funny because um, Stanley was wearing the tattoo sleeves. And, um, yeah, and then Stanley peeled him off and said he didn't realize that tattoos are all that hot. Yeah, he yelled at, he yelled at Nick. He said, Nick, I, I don't know how you how you wear these tattoos all the time. They're so hot. They, they're, they're so warm. So he just peeled his tattoos off. Yeah. What all did, did Stanley win? Because I'm telling you, the prizes for the costume contest. They were through the roof. Holy fuck. All, all of them. I mean, one of I think third place got a, a Marks mod. Yeah, and then she ended up winning another one. Yeah, and I think she ended up having to give. Yeah, she ended up giving one away. Yeah, she gifted one because you cannot ever have more than one Marks mod one. at a time, and you can't sell them. And um, she was very honest. She was adorable, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, Rosie, Rosie the Riveter. Yeah, she was adorable. Um, but yeah, Stanley got uh, the SX Mini. Uh, he also got a GG Stealth, um, which was like a unicorn like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I m- may end up trading that. Undecided, but I may end up trading that um, because I have no use for it. It's re- it's really me- meant for collectors at this point. It's not like it's not. I mean, it's a functional mod, obviously, but not. It doesn't meet the standards of today's mechs, which are mostly for uh, sub-bombing. Um, so I may end up trading that. Uh, I got a couple of really nice drip tips that I have yet to actually put on anything because I got a really killer genie drip tip over the weekend that I'm using. Do you the like moment. the shape of that one? I love the shape okay. of it. The only thing I miss, I, I realize you wanted to go wide bore. But I don't really need wide bore for what I use it for. I'm well, just, I didn't know if you were going to set it on some of your sub stuff. And... I, I could, and, and it's good to have that option, but I'm just using it on the Nautilus. So I really miss that steel reinforce. Oh, well, you'll have to get over it because <laughs> it doesn't I love, have it. Obviously, I love it. It's, it's you know, I love the color combo of the Hingham Hill uh, line of drip tips. So, yeah, no, I absolutely adore it. Um, what else did I get? Uh and the rest, I think, was juice. And I gifted all of the juice to uh, to Dawn because she was going to raffle it off. Or not raffle it. She was going to give it away to yep. some, some needy vapors. Yep. So it's better for her to have it than for me to have it and have it collect dust. And I was glad to see Demetra came with, or Demetra came with you. Um, she, she cracks me up. I absolutely adore that woman. Oh, she's great. She's the only person I know that is blunt that is as blunt and honest as I am. 
<laughs> if she thinks you're being a fucking dumbass, she will tell you that you are being a fucking dumbass. Oh, yeah. She's great. And she's great to have on the board for Mass Smoke Free, too. You know, I and more power to her because I couldn't do it because I would be looking at these politicians and, and just saying, are you really this fucking stupid? <laughs> it's like this shit with Facebook and a billion lives. Um, and, and hey, everybody that's listening on the replay, if you don't know what we're talking about, Facebook refused to let a billion lives promote their post. Pay to promote their posts. They right. told them that they are a tobacco product and it was a final decision. Yeah. So, so, so they, they actually went to them and said, why was our ad rejected? And they explained their situation. They explained that their movie yeah, is a tobacco movie, product. Documentary. And they, they still came back and said, this is the, our final decision. You know, you are promoting a tobacco product or whatever they said. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's, it's all over Twitter. It's on Facebook. If you haven't seen the post, um, please go search it out, find it, share it. Just, just get it out there. Um, it's, it's. I mean, I don't know how much good that's going to do. I mean, if if they were able to boost it as an ad, you know, then you're getting exposure to smokers and the general public. Um, if we're just sharing it amongst ourselves, I don't. I'm not sure how that's going to help. Yeah, but you know what though? They're not. See, my Facebook, my Facebook isn't all vapors. It, the majority is, but it's not all vapors. That's very true. And, and I did so I did post their their latest video uh to my wall. Yeah. So I keep I share everything that a billion lives puts out and every once in a while I go back and I get that teaser intro and I share that again. And I'm telling you, I have had ten people that are not smokers and they are not vapors that have come to me for more information on it. Right. Because they've watched that. Um, and I think that's the thing that we really need to do is to, to get it out there and, you know, to maybe entice some non-smokers um, to take a look at it. You know, because everybody's all, everybody wants a, a drum to beat on anymore. Well, let them, let them help with ours. You know, everybody's worried about offending people. Well, how about the fact that all of these assholes are offending us? You know, what the fuck? Absolutely. I'm offended that they're assholes. So somebody do something about that. <laughs> and somebody said in the chat that, uh, that they bet Netflix will ban it or will reject it as well. I don't see, I really don't see that happening. No, I really don't see that happening either because Netflix is the one that um, they have that uh, documentary on the food industry up there. It's called Effed Up and it's Fed Up is what it stands for. It doesn't stand for Effed Up like I would say it's Effed Up. Um, it stands for fed up and that in and of itself is, I think more people should watch it. I think they should show that documentary, documentary, blah, blah, blah. sorry, three days worth of migraine medicine makes me not be able to speak less so than usual, which usual sucks. So, um, you can't say usual either. No, I, I, blah, 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 blah. I tried to say rabbit cage to Paul earlier and just stood there looking at him. (laughs) 
and I'm shaking my head the whole time because I I shouldn't laugh at your you know your mini strokes, but because I knew I just got the image in my head of you just trying to say rabbit cage and just staring at somebody, and I'm just standing there looking at him. Yeah, because who can't remember the words rabbit and cage? I mean, that's not very fucking difficult. Uh, oh, it happens to me all the time. And you know me, I'm Mr. Fucking words, Wordsmith. Yes, you are. But, yeah, I, I do the same thing sometimes. I'll be, I'll be on the show, especially on my show. I'll just, like, think of a, a word, and then I'll just have to, like, run through my mental Rolodex to find an, another... Uh, <laughs> another <laughs> What's something else that means that? And then, um, yeah. Like, blah, 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 blah. Um, but, you know, if we can get it out there to... You know, even if you share this stuff and one person that's not a smoker or a vapor looks at it, well, Mm -hmm. we've just doubled the number. Yeah. You know, so there's that. Uh, What else did I want to... Oh, the e-liquids that I purchased at VaporCon, because I did purchase some vendor e-liquids. Yeah, not mine, though. Um, well, yours is the only one that's not bugging me. What do you mean? Um, these high VG blends, of course, because that's what everybody had was high VG blends. Of course, that's what sells right now. Yeah, um, they make my chest heavy. And not as in my boobs grew. I mean, as in, like, somebody stepping on me. Mm, yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying there. Um... Yeah, in an uncomfortable way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am, I do have, for the first time in a very long time, I have five rigs set up in in a rotation. Um, I have pretty much been vaping two flavors on and off for the last couple of months. Not the same two flavors, but, you know, like two in rotation. Um, So I am back up to five e-liquids in rotation right now because... Mm -hmm. Um, the flavors of the stuff I really, really like. Uh, the Mudberry, I like it, Jay. It's really good. But you wanted Mudders. I don't love it as much as I do Mudders. Right, which is Mudberry without the berry. Yeah. Right. I, I like, I, I absolutely love Mudders. The Mudberry is a really good, really good e-liquid. You, you, you did fantastic on it. I done good. Um, I just don't love it as much as I do mutters. I hear you. Um, I, I, and I would probably agree with you. I think that mutters, mutters was one of my favorite juices from the last year and a half. Um, Mudberry was really just a creation based on somebody's specific request. Yeah, somebody said, oh, I want this. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, mutters, the profile on mutters, uh, Costello's asking in chat, is a really nice creme brulee. Oh, that's right. That's what I called it. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like a, a slightly spiced creme brulee. Yeah. Like a really light dusting of of bakery cinnamon, not yeah. not your not yeah not stupid red hot cinnamon. Yeah, not and it's and even it's it's a very light cinnamon because like the cinnamon rolls that are out there, the baked cinnamon rolls and stuff like that. I don't care for them. That's the thing. Most most of the people who are releasing cinnamon roll type flavors are using the the really heavy doughy uh, flavorings, or they're just using a plain old cinnamon roll flavoring from TPA. 
Uh, this is made from scratch, from the ground up. It's, you know, six or seven different flavors layered on, on top of each other. And I never use custards, and I never, I rarely use baked goods in my, in my e-liquid. Um, so this is really, it kind of dances around that profile without actually giving you the cloyingly sweet and doughy. It's it's uh, in the wheelhouse, but not like you would expect from anything else. Uh, and that's the thing about mutters. You try to tell people, and you're like, "Oh yeah, it's this beautiful creme brulee," and they're like, "Oh, custard." No. Nope. No. Nope. I do not use custard flavors. Yeah, that's folks. No. If if you if you try mutters and you're expecting the typical custard that everybody has got right now because they're using the same three fucking flavorings, um, no. That is, you're going, you're, no. I don't put egg in my vape. Thank you. <laughs> Just saying, no. Y- you will not get what you are expecting. If you're expecting something completely different from those, this is your, this, this is it. This is what you're looking for. Um, and I think maybe that's why I like it. Um, I, when I got the flavor art library to play with, um, I looked at the bottle of custard, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And that one still, unfortunately, has some diketones in it. The, the the custard and the yogurt. Just the yogurt. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't find... My notes, but... Um, I, I went, when I went through the database, I looked at that one particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, did I say that right? That didn't yep. sound right. I'm very proud of you. Okay. Well, it didn't sound right. It sounded like there was too many syllables in that one. Okay. Um, I was expecting the typical custard, and it's not. I actually like that one. Um, I didn't even go near it. I, I just didn't even bother with it. Yeah, I did. Um, I, I've played with a lot of flavors out of this library that I normally would never have touched. Uh, anise is another one. No, I'll still never go near that. Um, black, black pepper, yet another one. Um, self using that. A jasmine. I won't use that. There's another one. <laughs> I won't um, use floral or herbal. There, there's th- this the whole box of fl- of herbals. Um, well, really, some of those were enhancers, though. Yes, exactly. I have to go through that. Exactly. Um, amber's in there. Yeah, the amber's really nice. Um, in very small quantities. Mm-hmm. Very small quantities. Um, so. Now, I really liked the uh, the tropical fruits. Um, a lot of the berries. Uh, most of the fruits, actually, uh, I really liked. Uh, some that I'd never tried before. Yeah, uh, you know what the coconut tastes like? Coconut? Yeah. God I forbid. can't vape coconut. You know what the pineapple tastes like? Uh, that that was still a little bit on the candy side, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't Jolly Rancher the way that most pineapples are. You know, uh, it, had, it had a little more subtlety to it. You and here's the thing. You know what it tastes exactly like to me is dehydrated pineapple that I make here at the house. Yeah, I could see that. When you take fresh pineapples and you slice them and you put them in the dehydrator on on Paraflex. Um, they come out this nice chewy candy. Um, it's not like they, the shit you buy in the store that's been, you know, flopped back and forth in granulated sugar. Um, oh, but that's so good. <laughs> no, it's not. I can't stand the texture of that stuff. I really just can't. I like to have a little crunch. Um, but 
that's what the flavor art pineapple tastes like to me. It tastes like dehydrated pineapple out of my Excalibur. I could see that. Which I really love dehydrated pineapple. It's a very nice treat. I can't vape it. Pineapple and coconut are just two things I just can't do in a vape. Honest to God, I swear to you, uh, every time I taste something with either of them in there, I'm like, oh, suntan lotion. You would think a pina colada wouldn't be a difficult thing to translate to vape, but it it has been. It's yeah. one it's one of my unicorns, a pina colada. Um, and even with the even with flavor art, I'm still not quite able to do that. I can do some fun stuff in that wheelhouse, but a straight pina colada, still not going to happen. Um, and you know what? Somebody's. Did something, and we're talking about flavors, and you know, the DIY show should have been last week. Why? Why last week? Well, it's always the second Thursday. Oh. And I Jesus. was... That's going by fast. Yeah. Um, Steve, stop laughing at me about going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm having a lot of blah, 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 blah moments. Oh, my, my head, honest to God, my head feels like somebody hit me with a fucking sledgehammer. It wouldn't suck so bad, but I maxed out on my migraine medication. I can only take so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I can't touch it for a week. So um, I'm maxed out on it, and I can't touch it for a week. So now I'm just mainlining coffee and Advil liquid gels. So basically Excedrin. And pain medication. So, and you know what? It's not fucking working. Bourbon. I probably should avoid anything alcoholic at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I answered everything. I know. You know what? And I never saw you with any bourbon at all. When I went down there, I was actually disappointed. I remember a couple of years ago when I went down there, the, 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 um, the Virginia ABC stores actually had a really interesting selection. I, when I went down there this, this past week, there was nothing, like, they, they had a good selection, but there was nothing I couldn't get up in Mass. It, I, so I just bought a bottle of Eagle Rare and saved five bucks from what I normally pay for it. Oh, well, there's that. So yeah. did Nick drive all the way down? Oh, we have to talk about him, too. Yeah, uh, he, dri- he drove, yes, uh, he drove all, well, all the way down from his house. He's so did you few- drink the rest of the way? No, no. Why not? Because we were driving. You weren't driving. Yeah, but I can't just drink in the truck. You know, this might be USA, but, you know, we're not completely free here. It oh. wasn't a limo. Um, no, but he he drove all the way from his house, which is an hour and a half south of me. So I drove down to him, and then he drove the rest of the way. On the way back, I drove, I think, most of the way through Jersey. So all the way up that way, and then he switched off because he fucked up and couldn't find a restaurant we it's actually a really funny story about us trying to find a restaurant for lunch but we'll go through that on friday tomorrow on the show okay folks so jay just threw out a teaser to a story that he's not fucking gonna tell me nope um, i'm gonna tell you you're gonna that, have to come to the show yes that you can check out on vapors.tv on the nev channel tomorrow night and it will be you and Nick and Petey? I'm unknown whether or not Petey will show up. If he doesn't, we'll have uh, we'll have a, a, a guest host. 
we'll figure something out. So you'll have to stop in there. Um, did you did you hear about me? Damn near, I almost got left in Richmond, and I would I have deserved did, it. I didn't get specifics, but oh I yeah. So to it on on inside vaping the other night. Yeah. So I when Kathy and Lisa left at five o'clock. A.M. A.M. Yeah, they had to leave for the airport at five o'clock A.M. Um, Par's flight was yeah at the crack of fucking dark. Um, I got up and I gave him a hug and I went back over and I lay back down and I thought, this is a bad idea. Mm -hmm. I'll never wake up. So, and I thought, well, you know, it'll be okay. No, it won't be okay. I better just get up. So I got up and I sat up and I'm reading my book. <laughs> yep, I fell asleep. And Oliver had told me on Saturday that if I wasn't ready to leave, he was leaving Richmond without me. <laughs> I thought, oh, fuck. Well, so yeah, I fell back to sleep and bang, 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 bang on the door and it's and it's rich. And he's like, gee, Oliver's up there. He's really like, oh, fuck, I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> if you think that you can't pack up all of your shit in a hurry, let me tell you, you can. If, if it is under... You know, the the fact that the only, you, you realize the only reason Oliver ended up going to VaporCon was because he knew I needed a ride. Because to begin with, it was supposed to be uh, Niagara and Rich and Happy Jack and Oliver and I. Mm-hmm. Well, then Niagara accidentally forgot that it was Canadian Thanksgiving. Um, calendar much? Just saying. Why do they have a Thanksgiving? Well, why wouldn't they have a Thanksgiving? There's Native American, there's Native... Americans in Canada too, you know. It it wasn't just you know this part that they chased the Indians off. What? Thanksgiving isn't a celebration of Native Americans. No, but yes, they have Thanksgiving. Eat turkey up there? Do they have stuffing, or is it like Canadian stuffing? Maybe they eat Canadian goose. Because if they do, they don't eat enough of them fuckers. Because they're really annoying. That would be good. Yeah. Oh no, Canadian geese. Geese are greasy. You say that like it's a bad thing. It is. It's not. So- breakfast sausage is greasy. Yeah, but it's not duck grease. Mm. Duck grease is not yummy. At least not in my house. Um, so, yeah. So, needless to say, Oliver only went down there. Um, so, I had to have a ride. Niagara bailed because he forgot it was Thanksgiving. Rich had to go to Houston to Vape Summit because, I mean, you know. When That's you when you sell flavoring, making contact with with the companies that are pushing you know thirty mil bottles of three milligram um, out the door every day, uh, quantity is everything, um, just like anything. So he couldn't go, and I don't know what happened with Jack. I think Jack had to stay home because it was Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, so needless to say, the only reason Oliver even went was so that my sorry ass had a way. To get to Richmond. And what do I do on Sunday morning? I fucking oversleep. Now mind you. After Oliver drops me off. He's got another three hours of driving. To get home. And what did I do? Hmm. I fell asleep. It happens. Yeah well. I tried staying awake on the way home too. That didn't work out so well either. Uh, Oliver told me that I was almost as useless as rich in a car. You actually slept in the car? Yeah. 
I would have killed. No, what I, you know, what I did on the way home, I spent, uh, I went about two and a half gigs over my data limit watching the Patriots game on my phone. Was it worth that much money? Well, we won. A pay-per-view <laughs> boxing match would have been cheaper mm. and more entertaining. No, not more entertaining because boxing sucks now. MMA. Oh, I like MMA. I like MMA because they go in there and they beat the living shit right out of each other. Yeah. That's what boxing and hockey used to be. And then they all went sissified. Yep. So, yeah. So, Oliver, thank you very much for not leaving me in Richmond. My husband might have paid you if you had, but thank you very much anyway for not leaving me in Richmond. It's it's much appreciated. That's such a terrible shit. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, that's my that's my entire story about damn near getting left in. And Oliver had really bad luck. Um, Oliver went to Walmart the one day, mm-hmm. and some lady in a white Cadillac hit his car in the parking lot. I'm sorry, Joe McManus says the Pats suck. Uh, at what do they suck? Bowling. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so on the way down, we get stuck in that god-awful traffic jam in Washington, D.C., um, which extended our arrival time by, like, an hour and 45 minutes. Um, and then, you know, Dagger and Ed and them thought I was going to feel bad for them that they were stuck in traffic for an hour. Uh, fuck you, Ed. No. We sat in that traffic, too, and still managed to get there at a decent time because of Oliver's expert driving skills. And I'll tell you what. I love the way Oliver drives. Oliver drives like I used to. Um, the, my, my extent of driving now is from here to the post office and back. That's that's my extent of driving. Um, for some reason, they don't like you driving a vehicle when you have uh, voltage running through your spinal cord. I don't know why. Um, but Oliver drives like I used to. It's either get the fuck out of my way or go faster. That's it. Those are your options. If you are in front of me, drive faster or get the fuck out of the way. We were passing cars. We would be in the fast lane. And not only would we would have to move over to the middle lane, but we would have to move all the way over to the right lane to go by all these slow-moving sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. They need to go faster or get out of the way. The left lane is the fast lane. You know what that means? People should not have to pass you. That's what they should mean. More people need to understand the theory behind multi-lane highways. The farther to the left you are, the faster you need to fucking go. Not not stop. Go. It was ridiculous. Um, and a lot of this, you know, we'd be in this touch, you know, stop and go traffic for like three miles. And we would get up there and there would be somebody changing a flat tire ten feet off the road. Like, really? Oh, yeah. That's what the fuck all you people slowed down for? Three lanes of traffic had to come to a screeching halt over some guy changing his tire? If you've never seen anybody changing a tire, fucking YouTube this shit. But go faster. (laughs) If, if, If you are just in shock and awe over some dude changing a flat tire... YouTube is your friend. Now get the hell out of my way. 
So, yeah, Oliver, I love the way Oliver drives. Now, Oliver kept saying, get out of the way, it's a crazy Canadian. I have news for you, Oliver. Just so you know, I rode in a car in New York City with Gus. Our buddy Gus Pappas works for one of the airlines. He's, an, he's a jet mechanic. And uh, when I got stranded in New York City, when I went out for PB Dragon's wedding, um, my flight from Buffalo to Saint, to Minneapolis-St. Paul, and then I flew from Minneapolis-St. Paul back to Buffalo, and for some reason it laid over in New York City. Fucked if I know the logic behind that. But I got stranded there. Well, Gus came and saved me, and we went out and had chicken parmesan. And No, we didn't have chicken parm. I had veal parm. Gus made me eat a poor little baby cow. Yeah, um, sick baby cow. Yuck. It, yeah, it was really good, though. It was a really good poor little baby cow. Um, that boy drives like somebody completely insane with a death wish. I didn't know if we were going to live. Hmm. That's how bad he drives. Oh, we in New York City, we actually got passed by somebody who just, for no good reason, like he pa- he ended up passing us and just stuck his middle finger out the out the window at us for no good reason. Like like there was literally nothing going on. Like there wasn't any traffic or anything. He just passed us and gave us the middle finger just because we were from Mass. Because the Patriots suck. Uh. <laughs> Apparently the Patriots suck at something. It's clearly not football, but apparently they suck. Are they still bitching about the football thing? Mm. Even though the Giants beat us twice in the Super Bowl, that's not enough. Still got to give us the finger. Jan sending me Skype messages. Jan? Yes. Want to come on? I haven't talked to Jan in a long time. I don't know. Hey, Jan, do you want to come on? She, she stopped typing when I said that. <laughs> See, here's the problem, Joe. The Patriots demonstrably do not suck at football. It's a fact. We won the Super Bowl last year, and we're 4-0 and this year. It's a factual statement to say that the Patriots do not suck at football. You know, I catch a lot of shit because I'm a Cowboys fan. I've been a Cowboys fan since I was 8 years old and Roger Staubach played football. And I and I was a I was a Redskins fan in my childhood. And you know, and and I have to tell you that um, I was in the state of Texas when Jerry Jones bought that team. And the fact that that man wasn't hunted down and hung from a tree with a noose um, over firing Tom Landry on national television uh, to this day, I don't understand how he ended up living. I really don't. Um, is the guy an asshole? Yes, he is. He is a douchebag of epic proportion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for like the Jolly Green Giant's wife and, and the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk's wife. Um, he's that big of a douchebag. Um, but I am still a Cowboys fan. Um, and, and, and people used to give me all kinds of shit about being a Cowboys fan. And oh, and they suck and they suck. And the worst thing was up here. Because it was all the Bills fans oh, yeah. that were talking about the Cowboys sucked. And I'm like, well, but they've beat your team in the Super Bowl three times. So they evidently didn't suck too bad but you know hey buffalo can honestly say they were one of the top two teams in the nfl right 
Yeah. Um, so my son and I go back and forth. Um, when when Buffalo loses on Sundays, I send him a text message, and I'm like, "How about them Bills?" And when they win, he sends me back a text message. It says, "How about them Bills?" So it's kind of funny. Yeah. And now Joe's Joe, uh, Joe's saying, "I don't know what ploof means. Pluff cheaters." So he's bringing up the cheating thing in some fashion. I don't know what ploof means. Um, you know, I really don't think there's an NFL team out there. Well, that's the that's the thing. We I could do a whole show on this whole cheating thing. Yeah. Um, and but instead of doing that, I'll just say go to yourteamcheats.com and uh, look at the numbers. I hope you're not a Denver fan. <laughs> oh yeah. So, but yeah, I um I don't watch much football anymore um because I throw shit at the TV. And we have a really big, really expensive TV now. Um and my husband would like to keep it operational. So, I don't watch football. I have no choice. I'm addicted to fantasy and uh, actually I have Julio Jones going tonight. He's doing pretty well for me so far. And and I have to tell you, MMA is really interesting to me now. Um, And like I said, it's because they go out there and it's no holds barred. Um, If they they turn that shit into like the new professional wrestling, I'm going to be pissed. Right. No, I, I definitely hear you. And you know, the more money that gets funneled through MMA and they are getting more and more popular so that means more and more money the more and more likely that's going to end up happening where stuff's going to end up getting rigged just like boxing you know um, as soon as you start seeing more and more stuff going to the scorecards that's when you know we're fucked Jan, Jan is very occupied at the moment she's very occupied yes so she cannot join us. Okay. <laughs> Consideration. But I just managed to make Jan say X fucking exactly right there. X fucking exactly. <laughs> I, I, I no something else completely unrelated. But um, I love it that I can make Jan cuss like me. And and use made up words because it's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, and and yesterday was Drew's birthday, um, and Haler Drew. Happy birthday, Drew! Yeah, we miss you, Drew. Um, you know, and I don't think I'll ever go in a VaporCon and not miss Drew. You know, mm-hmm. he, Drew and Dino and Cisco. I have never seen funnier shit in my life than the three of them together. Yeah. And, I mean, if you know them, you know they're just busting each other's balls. And it's really, really funny. But if you didn't know them, you almost were, like, standing there waiting for the three of them to throw down. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because they were definitely three boys from New York City. Always, always, always very entertaining. Um, Did that monkey, that giant monkey come molest you? What? The giant monkey. Didn't you see the giant monkey? No. Running around in in a Bloodline Vapes shirt. Uh, Jeff, yeah, Jeff Truce, Atomic Vapor Jeff. Um, he now has a, a has a new e liquid line. That that's who Bloodline Vapors was was um, from Atomic Vapors. 
but yeah this this guy is is running running all over the damn place and and yeah this monkey needed like tasered in the nuts he really did he was behaving a very bad bad monkey a bad monkey yes no i didn't see the monkey um yeah uh yeah i i would have tasered yeah i wanted to yes i did i had up close and personal contact with this monkey and uh, Jeff Truce's wife, Angela, who I absolutely adore. She is a wonderful, wonderful girl. And she's absolutely beautiful. I don't know how Jeff managed to do that. You say that to a lot of guys. Well, I do. Because all you guys have got beautiful wives that are really wonderful, wonderful people. And I know how fucked up you are. That's just because we didn't age well. That's why I say that. I, I know how messed up you guys are because you're as messed up as I am and I still ain't figured out why Paul's still with me. So, yeah, I tell you how lucky you are. You you need reminded by someone other than your wives. So, I have taken it upon myself nope. to My be that person. My remind me of anything. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but she's not breaking shit anymore. No. Well, actually, no. She just broke... Uh... Oh, what did she just break? Um, not the evic. What's it called? The um, the e leaf, the eye stick. She broke another eye stick. Oh, they're not hard to break though. She, it lasted her a good six months though. So, um, mine mine made it like four or five months, and then they needed to be recycled. Yeah, and for any China mod, if you get six months out of it, you're you're ahead of the game. It was when she used to break Proveris that used to piss me off. Because if you don't get two years out of a Proveri, you're doing something wrong. Oh, if you kill a Proveri, I don't know how you break them. Well, eventually the switches go because, you know, all switches are only rated for so many presses. Well, then I would have thought mine would have been dead by now. And that's why most when I when I was primarily a, pro, a Proveri user, like literally I'd have two Proveris and that was it just rotate between the two um i would get about two years out of them but two years is freaking that's phenomenal for any mod two years without having to send it back for something that you use every day all day you know Mm -hmm. i don't care what you use in every day all day if it lasts two years you're you're ahead of the game um with the china mods it's not so much i'm i'm happy if i get six months out of them Sorry, I was cracking my neck. Cracking your neck. <laughs> yeah, trying to get rid of this freaking headache. It's got to go away. Something's got to give. <laughs> Either that or I'm going to cut my freaking head off. I'm a firm believer that at uh, the next Rapercon, they need to have like a masseuse. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, I could get into that. Uh, how heavy is the radius? Uh, well, Costello, it's it's not as heavy as you would think. No, it was Be- pretty light. Yeah, because... <laughs> say what you said Tuesday night. What did I say Tuesday night? That I didn't comment on. I don't remember. So, the radius has uh, metal end caps on each end, 
and the body itself is polycarbonate. Um, and and before anybody gets the thought into their head that this thing feels cheap and and breakable, it does not. No, it doesn't. It it does not. Um, is it the typical steel casing that we're used to on the Provari? Not that I I don't know that the Provari tube is actually made of steel, but I'm just saying it is uh, metal. Unless you get the titanium yeah, one, metal. Um, no, it is not. It does have a polycarbonate um, body on it. Um, that said, it still feels like a Provari. Yeah, it feels solid. The buttons are still Provari style, mm-hmm. even though the fire button's actually larger, uh, and the plus and minus buttons are smaller. It still feels and looks like a Provari button. Yeah, but I like that they have plus and minus buttons. Yes, a lot of people are turned on by that. Well, um, I hated all the clicky click 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 to get to the menu thing that I wanted, and then okay, click 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 yet. See, it, ne- it never bothered me because it was so rare that I changed the settings on my program. Even on the P3 that I use now, it, it's so rare that I actually have to change the settings. It, it really doesn't bother me. Um, so it, it it's not as heavy as you would think, um, which is a good thing because uh, that's the thing I like about this Infinity that Ed built me. Um, I love the oh, weight of it. Light as a feather. Light as a yeah. feather. It, because Even Delaney, which is uh, it's the bigger battery, uh-huh. it's still light as a feather. Yeah, um, and this Infinity, I hay flap. <laughs> I took the tank off the top, and and handed somebody my two hundred Beta, and my two hundred Infinity, and I'm like, this is the exact same guts, the battery, the board, everything on the inside of this is exactly the same. The only difference is the housing, and they're like, oh wow. And I'm like, yeah, that is what a Mamu 3D printed box will do for this device. Um, I love that it is that much lighter. Love it. It's very light. Um, And I didn't really think that my 200 Beta was very heavy until Ed handed me this. And when Ed handed me this Infinity, I was like, oh, damn. That's kind of nice. Very light, very powerful. You know, you, I, I don't know. So far, I'm really digging the DNA 200 chipset. I I am too. And, of course, as I said earlier, I'm not using the temperature control. Nope. And I'm running the thing at, what, 75, 80 watts, something like that? What's and that? It's, 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 it's really good. What? Mine's, the, mine's set on 30 watts. <laughs> well, I'm running a velocity on it. Oh, yeah. I don't have one of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't have one of them, um, but I did try one out at VaporCon, and they're really, really nice. I, I shouldn't. It's, it's my favorite dripper. It's the only dripper I use. Yeah, I should have not tried it out because now I want one. Um, but you should get one. Nick, Nick rebuilt my marquee for me while we were sitting there playing cards against humanity, and you were bitching about tacos. Which is, which is great because he's never built a marquee. And the marquee, you know, I wouldn't say it's complicated, but it's... You know, but it's, it's vertical. It's, it's a different type of, of build. Yeah, because it's... Doing it vertical or horizontal, it's a different, you know, it's just a different style of build. And he just wh- whipped right through it. 
Oh, he did, and the build in it is freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't like about what he did with my velocity was the coils were too close to the vent holes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a tight draw. It's a tighter draw than I'm used to. I have to look at the chat list. Okay, he's not here, so I can say this. I like the build that Nick put in there for me. Way better than the one I did. And even better than the build Dino put in it when he sent it to me. (laughs) So, um, if Dino goes back and listens to this replay, one of you sons of bitches listening to this is a rat bastard and told him. So, don't, don't throw me under the bus, folks. He wasn't here. He didn't hear it. He needs to never hear it. Um, <laughs> well, Nick's the manager of a vape store, so he does builds for a living, essentially. Well, yeah, Dino builds. Uh, hey, let me tell you. The one that Dino sent with it, the, the two coils that Dino had in it when he sent it to me, were fantastic. But at about two months, I needed to change them out. <laughs> two months. My coil building skills are severely lacking especially for something like that no i just i just do straight you know i i I use i use a jig and i just do straight you know dual coil builds i don't do anything fancy um and the the build that i did lasted me over two months it it just started getting flaky while while we were down at vaporcon and nick was offering free builds so i said fine fucking build my shit yeah guys if you ever get a chance to have milk have have Nick to have Nick build you uh, to build your coils do it because the kid has got some mad skills at doing rebuilds Um, and it was so funny because we're sitting out there and we're sitting on the mezzanine and we're playing cards against humanity and Ed the Green's a fucking cheater (laughs) it was so awesome to get to fucking hang out with Ed I, I you know so, that game still makes no sense to me. But he is such a douche. Who? Ed? <laughs> he's he's a fucking cheater. <laughs> he cheats. Ed 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 cheats at Cards Against Humanity. And considering there's like really no rules to this game, I don't know how he can actually cheat, but I'm telling you, he cheated. Well he just claims he he, he was the owner of every winning card. But he was. Every freaking time I was the what? Are, what are you called when you when you have the black card? What are? I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember screaming about tacos. The captain. The I don't know. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. When you read the question, every time it was my turn to read the question, Ed the Green knew exactly what I was going to say, and he would pick that card. So, um, yeah, Ed cheated because a lot of the times I knew exactly what Ed would find the funniest, but Ed picked other shit instead. So, I'm telling you, it's not that Ed knew me better than I know him. It's that Ed lied on his answers. Yeah. That's what it is. So, um, Ed the Green is a cheater, cheater, liar, liar, pants on fire. So there, Ed, you cheating bastard. <laughs> I still don't understand the game, though. I, I kind of get it. I'm not really a huge fan. I would have rather probably just, like hang around and eating tacos with everybody i could have played poker i i would have i would have really enjoyed yeah, like, playing poker. texas holden would have been nice yeah, yeah. But, i uh, 
no, it was, it was it was awesome getting to getting to hang with that. And Anthony, I haven't hung out with Anthony since freaking Vape Fest like four years ago. Oh, Juicy Vapor Anthony, I adore and, him. Anthony, He's such a sweet kid. Anthony and I like we really hit it off at Vape Fest, and then we didn't talk at all for the next four years, and then we got to hang out again this past weekend. It was just really great because we just like we share a brain on a lot of things. Like he, all of a sudden, he got into like. Um, wet shaving like the whole subculture wet shaving subculture and i've been into and he it doesn't, and anthony and here's the thing if anybody if there's anybody on the planet that's a vapor that doesn't know anthony from juicy vapor understand this he looks 12 he does <laughs> he's like a he's like a big 12 year old yeah he's my age it's unfair it's completely and totally unfucking fair that boy is my age, and I swear to you, he looks 12. He doesn't look old enough to shave at all. Yep. Not at all. So, but yeah, he he is always um, fun to sit around and, and yeah, to talk he's to. Guy. He's a great guy. He loves to wink at you, too. And and I feel bad. <laughs> I, I feel bad. Um, it was just me. That Chicago Rod... Was mad at Dagger and Ed Saturday, Saturday, Friday night. What night did we go for barbecue? That night, anyway. I was starving to death. Saturday was uh, Kitchen Sixty Four. Saturday night. Okay, so it was Friday night. I was fucking starving to death, and we kept waiting for Jeff and Angela. We kept waiting for the Atomic Vapor. And I finally went in and I walked up to the thing and Angela turns around and looks at me and she says, Jeannie, I'm, I am so hungry. I said, I got this. I looked at Jeff and I said, I am fucking starving. We are leaving for food now. Let's go. And he goes, well, okay then. <laughs> and Angela looked at me and she went, good girl. And I turned around and I went, come go. Walking back out of the room and Dagger was over on the other side of the room and I yelled over and I'm like, James, food now. We're leaving. And he's like, okay, where's Rod? And he turns around, and Chicago Rod had gone, poof. I'm like, I don't care. We're leaving. We I'm were starving. literally sitting at the table for two and a half hours waiting for everybody to get together. I'm being literal there. That's not, that's not an exaggeration. We were sitting at the table for two and a half hours waiting for all ten people to be ready at the same time. And every time one person would show up, Another person would go looking for somebody. We else. sat and waited for so long to go and eat that Parr and Lisa and Oliver and uh, Jacatro, they all left and went to eat. Yeah, they they were damn near done eating by the time we got to the restaurant. That's how long we waited, guys. I, I really yeah. could have ripped my leg off and ate my own leg. I go, was starving. If you go to meat and you plan on going out to dinner, do not attempt to have a party of more than six. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it because it doesn't work. Everybody's everybody's constantly running around. Oh, I just need to check one more thing. Oh, I just need to go find this person because I promised them I'd eat with them tonight. Oh, I need to go look for where the bathroom is. Oh, I need to go yank one real quick because I get really <laughs> when I eat fucking brisket. I don't know who you were hanging out with, but nobody that I was hanging out with said that. Nobody. <laughs> I'm, you know, in theory. I'm just being, you know. Yeah, um... Yeah, I was starving to death. So anyway, so Chicago Rod had pulled a little poof, um, and 
we'd left to go and eat and he was he was so mad at the guys that you know he just kept telling uh, to at ed and anthony and james that he was like fuck you yeah he just told him fuck you repeatedly yeah yeah so rod be nice yeah, be nice rodney if you want to be pissed at somebody be pissed at me and i don't care if you tell me to fuck up i i, I really it means nothing to me rod because the next time i see you to vape me you'll hug me anyway just saying When did Liz have lunch with Jay and Jeannie? Um, at VCCNE. Oh, I was going to say, because we didn't have lunch. You and I did not share a lunch together all weekend. We did dinners, and yeah, I think that was it. We did our dinners together. But yeah, we didn't no, VCCNE, when we went and ate at the bar. And I got the lobster bisque, and it was so good. And I was really rather surprised that it was that good in a bar. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, she wasn't down at VaporCon. Uh-uh. And Kathy Jacoma is an absolute riot. Um, had you gotten ever... Yeah, except when she was slamming on the fucking Patriots. <laughs> no, you know what was She's funny? a Jets fan. What the she fuck saying, do you expect? She was saying, Tom Brady's done this year. <laughs> and we're just and Nick and I are looking at each other going... How do you figure? <laughs> he's like he's got like the second best passer rating in the league. He's four and zero. How do you figure he's done? And she goes, "Well, I love the Jets." Oh well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. um, yeah. <laughs> Kathy Jacoma, and it's so funny because you know I'm like, oh yeah, and well you know, and I met a bunch of people from the DIY group that were in Richmond. Um, and by the way, you guys, thank you very much for coming up and introducing yourselves to me. It was so nice to meet people in the DIY group and to actually get to put a face and a body and legs with a name. Um, but Jacatro is the funniest one because I'm like, oh, yeah, well, and you know Jacatro. This is Jacatro. This is Kathy Jacoma. And a lot of them are like, oh, I thought that was a guy. What? And I don't know how, I guess maybe because her picture's not up? Well, she's got short hair. No, but she never has a picture up either. Maybe that's why? And she's always talking about riding her motorcycle? I don't know. But for all you people that think that Jacatro is a guy, she's not. It's a girl. I promise. She's it's she's all girl. Pretty sure. Yeah, she is. Just saying. Um, but it was really nice to meet those people. And Kathy Jacoma... I had so much fun. I got to meet her for the first time at VCCNE when I went up there. Really? Yeah. Wait a second. She was... I don't think I even got to hang out with her at VCCNE. Well, I did. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, her and Liz and I, um, and um, Linda Darling, and there was a bunch of us. Um, But she is an absolute riot to talk to. Oh yeah, and it, and the cool thing was watching Nick in that environment, like because all of us have hung out together before, mm-hmm. so we all know each other. We all know how to riff, riff off each other. Nick, this was his first experience, like hanging out with a bunch of veteran vapors, like true veteran vapors, where he's used to dealing with you know the whole cloud chasing sub ohm part of things. Even though he kind of he kind of crosses over. 
you know, he's he's been a vapor for a long time. So, but this is his first time really hanging out with the real people who are who are in this from the beginning. And he was just like blown away. You're going to see it in his article oh. in, uh, in Vape Magazine. Oh yeah, page fifty-eight. Page fifty-eight of this this month's issue of Vape Magazine. Nick has an article in there, and um, and he's writing a whole series of articles for them. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a, a regular writer for the magazine. Yeah. Yeah, um, and well, and he writes for Spoonfuel too. Yep. Um, and then he hosts with you. Hosts with me. On any VM Friday nights. Yep. Uh, eight o'clock. Right. Correct. Okay, I didn't know if you changed your time. Nope, Eastern. Um, uh, we may be cha- changing platforms again. Uh, I had a nice long talk with Lou. Um, actually, after VaporCon, when I got back, we had a nice long talk. Um, so we may be changing platforms again. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, I thought so. Lou's, Lou's, a, Lou's an awesome guy, and he was willing to acquiesce to some conditions. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Now, I, I'd really love to to make that happen yeah and you know lou really is a good guy if people would just ask him about things um there's a lot of people that just make assumptions um and and lou might look like this this big scary new york guy that you don't want to piss off um he he's a he's he has never been anything but kind to me and violet the same goes with violet um they, either one of them have never been anything but kind to me, and and I really, really like them. Um, and when I went up and I was talking to Violet after the rumors of this is going to be the last VaporCon, I'm like, that's bullshit. That's not right. I said, um, Violet, I said, you know, somebody's talking rumors about this being the last VaporCon. She's like, who the fuck told you that, Jean? Let's go kick their ass. <laughs> and I'm like, yay. And she's like, no, honey. And because, you know, VaporCon really is near and dear to me. It was the first time I was ever in a room with any vapors other than the people that I converted in this town. I'd never even been in a vape shop prior to VaporCon 1. So, I mean, it was really surreal to me. And I've been to every VaporCon. And um, the people there are like family to me. They, they, they really are. And I think that's why I had such a great appreciation for the way it was this time. This time was more like the first one than the last two have been. The last two, um, you know, it was getting a little... Oh, fuck it. I can't even find a nice way to say it. Um, <laughs> and and nothing, about, uh, nothing against VaporCon, but it was, I think Vape Summit going on the same weekend was no. kind of a good thing. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because all the people that wanted to steal devices off of your table and to reach over you and take shit off the middle of your table just thinking that they could because it was there and it, and it obviously didn't belong to anybody or somebody that had it in their fucking hand. Yeah, I, I, think, I think even though it might not have been you know ultimately beneficial to the vendors that were there, I think it was very much beneficial to the diehard VaporCon folks, you know, all the, all the veteran vapors who have been around for... Veteran vapors that wanted to go to a meet. Yeah, that wanted a community-based meet. I think it was very yep. beneficial to us that, that Vape Summit was going on the same weekend. Liz says, cool. Liz says, do they do that? Yes, Liz. Um, as a matter of fact, Liz, let me tell you a story about last year. Last year, um, was it 
Yeah, it was last. No, it wasn't last year. It was two years ago. All the questicles um, invaded VaporCon. Um, all of the hosts from Quest and a lot of the listeners from Quest all showed up, and we had like two of these great big eight-person round tables pushed together. And somebody had come over, and they had gone to Fluid Vapor, and they had bought in one of the the mod stands from Fluid Vapor. And now this mod stand was like seventy bucks, seven zero point zero zero dollars. Okay. So we're not talking, you know, something little. Um, and said, I'm going to set this right here. I'm going to go over there and grab that bottle of e-liquid that I wanted. And we're all like, yeah, okay, why? And now, mind you, I don't think the person that had purchased the stand and set it on the table had gotten more than like five steps away before somebody came over and put their hand on it and went, does this belong to somebody? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It happened. And we're like... Leave it. Leave it. Well, fuck yes, it belongs to somebody. Um, I think a lot of those people were at Vape Summit. because, And and I have nothing against the convention-style trade shows. I really don't. I have nothing against them. They are just not my thing. Yeah, unless it's, unless it's like right down the street from me. Which uh, vape northeast will be? I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going to get on a plane for one of these huge conventions. Yeah, if I'm walking down an aisle and somebody's like, "Heads up, juice!" and a 30 mil glass bottle of e-liquid comes flying at my head, I'm going to hurt someone. Yeah. If they have chicken nuggets, I'm going to relocate them to their throat. Well, chicken nuggets from where? If you're talking about like boneless, boneless wings from uh, B Dubs, I'll accept that. Nope, not that kind of chicken nuggets. Yeah, so yeah, um, people, um, I didn't miss the crush of people that were looking to collect all the free samples that they could. No, there was it was a it was a great crowd. It was yeah, it really crowd. was. It was an excellent crowd. It was a bunch of really wonderful people. Um, it was about converting smokers and for veteran vapors to um, be able to have conversations, conversations about DIY, conversations about flavoring, conversations about new e-liquid lines coming out, conversations about hardware. And yes, lots of drunken conversations about about advocacy and other things. Andrew and I, uh, <laughs> from Vapor Trail, yeah. we had a nice lengthy conversation, a uh, drunken conversation. I think it was, was it Saturday night? Yes. Saturday night. Was he covered with stickers? He was covered with stickers. That was Saturday night. Um, oh, no, no, no. It was, it was the night before he was covered with stickers. Um, but yeah, we had like a nice hour long conversation, just me and him, like, like just hang around the corner, lots of hugs, lots of, I love you bros. Um, just talking about advocacy. Cause you know, he's all hot and heavy with the advocacy. Well, and he is. And see, and that's the thing is, um, I look at how focused they are on advocacy right now. And that's still kind of surreal to me. I, I, th- I, and I've told, I told this to both CJ and Andrew, uh, over the course of the weekend, I still think they need to find a balance because they're going to drive themselves nuts 
the way they're going for advocacy right now. They're going to drive themselves nuts. Um, they need to find a balance with what they used to do and what they're doing now. Because, oh. the, you know, they're never going to be happy with the response that they get with the advocacy. Um, you know, as far as people putting up instead of just giving them a bunch of lip service. Yeah, it it is. It's really kind of trippy to me to look at Andrew and think, okay, this is Vapor Man, and this is also the guy in the three-piece suit that is hot and heavy on advocacy. And it's he's, hard. But he's no longer Vapor Man. That's the problem that I have. They're not mutually exclusive activities. You can do both. Look at me. I'm the vice president of the Mass Smoke Free Association, and I'm Stanley the Viking. You can do both. You're Stanley? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't supposed to bring that up. Um, but no, you can do both. And I think I think they need to understand that. You know, it's it's not always easy, but you can always find that balance between being entertaining, being goofy, being retarded, and being a strong advocate. Well, do you do you read Robin Barsky's posts on Facebook? Her interactions with TSA. No. <laughs> Robin is one hysterically funny woman. She really is. She always has the funniest fucking conversations with, with TSA. Um, and and this is the woman that is all about advocacy all the time. You know? But right. she, she is still hysterically funny. Um, she never ceases to make me laugh. Um, so, I mean, she has that, that, that balance, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Jan asking Vary and I to, um, be the sidekicks on her show, um, because now like Vary and I make Jan laugh. So Jan can, can tell people all of that scary, depressing stuff that she, that she reads, um, and verifies in news stories all over the world every week and not want to shoot herself. Right. Because we make her laugh. So, I mean, there's there's always a balance. Yeah, it's important. It's important. And I think ultimately they're, they're going to figure that out. But I think that's what they need to do. I mean, right now they're hot and heavy on the advocacy front. Um, but there's still good. a couple of jokesters. There's still a couple of, you know, a couple of meatheads. And they love, and they love being that way. And oh, they, yeah. shouldn't, they shouldn't try to be something they're not, you know. You can be both. You can absolutely be both. Well, I mean, and I'm an absolute total bitch, but Par and Lisa still love me. So, I mean, they're, they're saying, you know, everybody's every, everybody fits somewhere. <laughs> oh, um, what else? What else? Um, we talked about the modders. We said we want to talk about that. We talked about vapor cam. We talked about the food. Um, I think that's all we had planned, unless you have something that came up within the last three hours. No. I don't. All righty. But I'll be home tomorrow night, so I'll be able to tune into your show. Mudflap wants us to talk about infidelity. There was none of that, as far as I know, going on at VaporCon. Yeah, I didn't. I went to bed by myself every night. Yeah, I think that whole thing is kind of sort of a um, a myth. It meets. Um, I know that there used to be lots of rumors of it going on. Um, not that I was aware of, but then again, I wouldn't be out looking for that. 
No. I mean, it was as far as like drunken nights and stuff. It, I mean, it was we were rowdy, but things were relatively tame. Like it was all, you know, it was mostly veteran vapors. It, it, like we'd all been through it before. Nobody really got out of control. Um, you know, it was a lot of it was a three late nights, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't that crazy. Um, and I and I have to say this. You either like not your father's root beer or you're wrong. <laughs> I find it too too cloyingly sweet unless you add a, unless you pour it over ice and let that ice And that's exactly the way I drink it is over ice because when I open a can of root beer I dump a can of root beer over ice. So But you drink that stuff straight out of the bottle. I'm telling you you're gonna, you're going to have a sour stomach with Why it. would I want to drink it straight out of the bottle? A lot of people do. Do you drink bourbon straight out of the bottle? Uh, no comment. Oh. <laughs> okay, bourbon I never, boy. I never drink it over ice unless I'm mixing it with ginger ale. Yeah. If, I, if I'm dr- if I'm drinking bourbon, usually it's a, it's a it's a good bourbon uh, and I drink it neat. Um but if I'm mixing it, then obviously it's over ice, usually with ginger ale. I um if, I got in a out. I got in a Facebook war with my daughter cuz my daughter thinks the Coney Island's better and and see and I don't like the Coney Island because the Coney Island tastes like you mixed root beer with beer. What's Coney Island? Coney Island is another one of the one of the root beer alcoholic beverages. Um, but it really, to me, it tastes like you mixed root beer with Budweiser. Um, and that's not yummy at all to me. So I don't like that one. That doesn't sound interesting. No, it doesn't. It's it's not. It's really not interesting at all. It's pretty... Blech. Blech. Oh, here's one thing I hate about the Nautilus. When you go to unscrew it... And the coil stays in the top half. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That yes, I do. me up the fucking wall. I hate that. You really got to get one of these kabukis, though, Jay. I do. I do. You know what? And I'm going to... I have no shame. I'm going to I'm gonna tell Mike, you know what? You're going to come on my show, and you're going to offer me a free kabuki live on air. <laughs> and you're going to say, and I'm going to take it. He still owes me a Zen mod from, like, five years ago. <laughs> I didn't bring that up at VaporCon, though. I am. I really. I. I. Am. Every time I vape it now, that I'm at that three day mark where Nautilus loses flavor and I've already changed it, and I pick it up and I take a vape off of it, I'm like, oh, yum, yep. And I don't understand how I. It makes no sense to me. The only thing I. Do you think maybe. I know what it is. What? The Nautilus. In the Nautilus, you have that big silicone rubber gasket that actually touches your e-liquid. Do you think maybe that's what sucks the flavor out of it? No, I don't think so. No? I think maybe it's a smaller chamber, like it's tighter. uh, um, What do you call it? I don't know what the fuck it does, but it it does it well, and it still tastes really, really yummy. And when I first put e-liquid in it, I'm like, okay, so what's the difference here? And I'm like, well, you know, try it out for a couple of days. I will reserve my judgment on this thing. I I just, I love the form factor of it. Um, Juice capacity is great. Uh, I love the fact that it's USA made, and you know it's going to last. Uh, but then again, my my Nautilus tanks have lasted. Like I, I don't have any problem with how long 
my Nautilus tanks have gone. I, I have a problem with how long the heads last in them for me because when it starts muting the flavor of my e-liquid, I'm fucking gone. See, I, I, I don't, now, my, as you know, my e-liquid doesn't have as much flavoring percentage-wise as yours does, so I don't really have that problem. I tend to get about two weeks out of a coil. I'm a flavor junkie. I really am, and I freely admit that. I mean, that's no, that's no big secret. So am I. But I've never had a problem with the Nautilus. I mean, especially when you compare it against Subtex. Yeah, um, this Triton's really nice, but I really just kind of expected. Uh, Mike, you can get it in the P3 thread or the 510. I don't believe there's a Z2 thread version. Oh, and Zen is now a Provari authorized... Upgrader? Is that how I want to say that? So if you want your Provari and stuff upgraded to the to the P3 stuff, um, Zen can do that now. Send it over to him instead of... Uh... Yep, there's there's information on the House of Hybrids on how to go about doing that. So, yeah, there's that too. I almost forgot to say that. Very cool. Yeah. Huh. Alright. I think we're done. Alright, good. Look at that, 10.30, you can still get drunk. I have a long day tomorrow. All right, kids, we're out of here.